You're listening to the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast with Johnny Michelson. Hey guys, it's Johnny here. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast. A podcast dedicated to tasting fine spirits without the influence of brands and marketing. So it's another week and my wife again has come to the rescue. She's poured in a couple of samples for me the other night and I've just poured them into my tasting glasses and I'm just about ready to get started. So before I dive in, just a reminder of the format. I'll be kicking off with the appearance and the nose and then I'll take a short break and then I'll come back with my notes on the palate and finish off with a conclusion. As per usual, the names of the spirits I'm drinking right now is in the title of this week's episode. However, at this point in time, I don't actually know what they are, so the only way for me to find out is to dive in and uncover those aromas and flavors of the spirits. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully I'll be able to guess what these are. So with no further ado, let's jump into the tasting. Right, so ready to jump in here. So I have, as always, two spirits. And throughout this episode, I'll be going under the names Spirit A and Spirit B. First, let's have a look at the appearance. So first of all, the colors of these are quite similar, actually. I think Spirit A might be a tad lighter. So I'm going to jump into Spirit A first do the appearance and then nose and then jump over to spirit B. So spirit A is a clear spirit. There's no signs of cloudiness. The intensity is a medium and the color is golden. So a medium gold on the on the spirit here. So I'm going to give it a quick whirl in the glass just to kind of see what kind of suggested texture we can get out of this. So I'm looking at the rim of the oil after giving the glass a quick swirl and it's it's pretty thick here so it's starting to pull down after a few seconds so it's probably going to be in the medium oily category so the suggested texture is medium oily. All right, jumping into the nose. So it's a clean nose. The intensity is... Okay, so it's not giving a lot of weight here. So I would say... I would say it's probably... I'm not sure if I want to call it a light nose. I do get some of those aromas coming out of the glass at the bottom of my nose, but I kind of have to put my nose all the way into this tasting glass before I can get more of the aromas coming out. So I'll, I'll call it a medium to light just to kind of 
kind of put it there in the middle of things. In terms of the characteristics here, this is this is a tricky one because it's not really giving a lot away. I'm struggling a little bit. It's a little bit... I'm not sure if it's the ethanol or... No. It's more of a... There's kind of a light, light wood polish or furniture polish uh, sensation coming out. It's a little bit... It's a little bit harsh actually on that on that initial kind of whiff. I'm going to swirl it a little bit because when you swirl the glass you kind of agitate the spirit a little bit and some of those harsher ethanol aromas are going to start to kind of disappear a little bit and you'll you'll be left with a little bit more of of those kind of nice aromas hopefully we'll we'll see what happens but I'm swirling it a little bit here obviously you can't see that I'm doing that but I I am so let's see see if we get see some more stuff out of this so i'm starting to get some dried dried lemon peel and some fresh red apples now the wood polish is still there so it's definitely like a it's definitely i would think that it's a um, an intended aroma because it's quite the presence I would say there's some hints of some burnt sugar there's a little bit of vanilla there those sweeter notes are kind of subdued a little bit they kind of they mix well with the fresh the fresh red apples so when I say red apples opposed to green apples like I'm thinking more about that that kind of acidity that you usually get I mean tons of different kinds of apples but like usually there's a there's a sharper uh, acidity in the green apples and the red apples is a little bit sweeter so kind of a sweeter red apple sensation i'm getting here so along with the burnt sugars and vanillas there's a little bit of that sweetness sitting underneath that kind of harsh uh, furniture polish sensation a little bit of dried dried grapes i'm not sure I wouldn't exactly call it raisins or sultanas, but it definitely feels like there's a little bit of dried grapes of sorts in there. Maybe even some dried, some dry flowers or something. It's it's a very strange one. I have absolutely no idea what this is. So uh, <laughs> this should be interesting. Yeah, it's quite hard to pick out any any clean aromas any kind of dominant aromas there's a lot of these they're very subdued all of them i think the one thing that kind of does come through is this like this furniture polish kind of thing going on so i'm not sure which of these aromas because obviously now if you listen to my last episode i talked about the the raw materials and stuff like that so trying to guess uh, in what category this spirit is i start looking for the raw materials uh, to figure out what it's made of but i'm not sure if any of these aromas are are dominant enough for me to actually give it a good guess so i'll have to wait until i hit the palette on this one Uh, the dried grapes could be a hint Um, the vanillas and burnt sugar could be a hint of some maturation i'm not sure if if the grapes is enough 
for me to put this in a a grape-based spirit such as an Armagnac or Cognac, but maybe there is a little bit of maltiness. It could be a could be a malt whiskey. But yeah, at, at this very moment in time, I'm a little bit I'm baffled. So uh, yeah, it's a good thing. That's kind of why these things are are quite interesting because I may know what this is, but at this very moment, I have absolutely no idea. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put it away. Oh, my last note here is the ABV. So I think the ABV is probably quite low. I'm thinking like. I'm thinking in the mid 40s, potentially. Um, so we'll see. I'll put this away and I'm going to jump over to Spirit A. So, as I said before, very similar color. However, the hue is slightly darker. So I'm going to put it at a light amber. And uh, Spirit A was a medium gold. So, uh, yeah, slight lighter on on spirit a here so yeah light amber giving it a swirl in the glass see what the oils would suggest very similar to spirit a so a suggested texture of medium oily and i'm just looking at this rim that the oils will will give in the glass when you give it a little swirl so the the time that it takes for the oils to start pulling down would suggest uh, the, the thickness of, of the viscosity or whatever we want to call it, uh, the mouthfeel. So yeah, medium oily is the suggested texture. And on the nose, it's a clean nose and the intensity is about a medium. Nothing really coming out at a chin's distance, but yeah, as soon as soon as I hit the bottom of the nose, it's a lot of flavors coming out actually. This here is quite different. This is, um, uh, it's a lot of dominant, dominant flavors here, but again, difficult to, difficult to place. Let's, let's talk through it. So the first thing I get is this kind of ripe pear if you will. So yeah, very almost like an overripe pear. There's some dates in there, some vanilla. It's interesting. So there's hints. I'm, I'm thinking that I'm getting hints of smoke or maybe peat. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of that. I think there's there's hints of that. I'm gonna I'm trying to try and warm it up a little bit and cover off the top and see if I can capture a little bit more of those aromas. Um, I was also getting a little bit of a little bit of lemon. There were some stone fruits, some sea salt maybe. We'll see. We'll see what we'll see what this comes up with here. Now there's no smoke and no peat. Oh man, I am baffled. This is going to be, I think this will be the episode where I have absolutely no idea what these are. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the palates, uh, the tasting of this should be interesting. So sometimes you can get lighter noses and then when, when it hits the palate, it's, it starts to open up a little bit more. You can get more of those, 
aromas and flavors out and, and we might be able to pick it out but yeah for now i am quite quite intrigued so um so yeah, I think we'll leave we'll leave this one as well. So the last note here is that the suggested ABV is probably closer to 50% on this one. I think there's there's a little bit more power behind this one than it was than there was on Spirit A. But uh, yeah, obviously I I could be very wrong. So we'll just have to see when we hit the palette. All right, I'm putting this down. So I think that's enough for the nose and the appearance. I will take a short break. I'll hit the palette there for a second and then I'll be back with my notes. All right, and I am back. So I'm going to give you my notes on the palette and then my conclusion, which, well, I guess I'm not that much wiser than I was a few minutes ago when I did the nose. Uh, these are a little bit out of my comfort zone, I guess. So I guess that's a good thing. So I'll, I'll go ahead and start with Spirit A. The sweetness level is dry. I don't think there's any sweetness uh, or sugar added to the spirit. The texture is, it's a smooth texture. However, the silkiness is, is quite thin and it's a little bit watery in the mouth. Not as, uh, as suggested that medium oiliness from, from the appearance that we did in the beginning, but still quite quite okay the intensity in the mouth is medium it's not overly complex there's something happening there so the intensity is kind of like uh, in the middle i'd say there's there's a lot of weird things happening here so between the nose and the palate there's a little bit of a disconnect and i'm 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 not really picking up any of those those sweeter notes uh, or citrus notes, uh, fruity notes that I, I picked out on the nose. There's nothing really happening in the mouth. It's all peppercorn, it's, it's dark chocolate, it's oak, it's burnt toast. There's a little bit of that maltiness. Maybe there's some digestive biscuits or something like that that kind of suggests that this is a malt whiskey, which I think at this point for me personally is the only thing that I really have to go on, which is going to be my guess, a malt whiskey. But the thing that throws me off a little bit here is that the connection between the nose and the palate is quite weak. It suggests that it, it's a little bit of an immature spirit. And I don't mean that necessarily in a bad way. I mean, it could be, let's imagine that it's a world whiskey and it's a new distillery that's uh, this is their first or second release or something like that i'm thinking that there is just something that doesn't really add up but yeah some people might like this i i personally personally don't think it's it's the best but yeah overall overall the palette is is quite dark um, if that makes sense it's a lot of kind of heavier 
spicier, darker notes like the peppercorn, the dark chocolate, like oak and stuff like that. Whereas the nose had way more of those fruitier and lighter aromas kind of coming out and it just doesn't carry through. In terms of the finish, it is actually sitting for a little bit, uh, which sometimes can, can help a spirit, like if it allows those flavors to kind of sit along a little bit it helps the overall assessment of the of the spirit it's a medium it's a medium finish it is however a little bit simple there's maybe a little bit of complexity in there there was some of that dark chocolate maybe coming on but maybe maybe not enough for me to to kind of raise the bar in terms of the overall assessment of this it was quite bitter on 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 the finish uh, so it was it was almost like a journey from from one spirit on the nose into a different spirit on the palate which some people might like i think in terms of the overall quality of the spirit it's not necessarily a good thing so the abb i think is probably still in the mid 40s um, i'm going to be guessing at maybe a yeah i'll say 40 45 percent is 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 going to be my guess on on the abv on this and the the quality level as much as i could pick out of this i think i'm going to put it at the good quality level um so it's not it's not the best in terms of of the things that i could pick out from the nose and the palate it does have some good things i mean there's some very nice and 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 quite welcoming flavors coming out on the palate they they're just a little bit disconnected and i make up be completely off here and this is a a very very nice spirit but this is i'm trying to be as objective as i can here so i'm going to put it in the good category which is above acceptable and below very good and then obviously there's the outstanding category which is kind of the best of the best but yeah this one here I would put it in the good quality, good quality level uh, category. So going to my guess, as I've kind of talked about it already, I think it's 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 going to be a malt whiskey of sorts. The reason I'm thinking that it potentially could be a world whiskey, which means that it's just it's not from the bigger bigger regions, so it wouldn't be like an American or a Scotch or Irish maybe not even a Japanese but somewhere else in the world where it's probably not as historic a whiskey country as 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 those regions so that's going to be my guess and uh, yeah we'll see in a second whether or not I'm completely off or if if that's kind of the direction I'm going all right so jumping on to spirit b I think another whiskey this is uh, also a, a sweetness level dry, so I don't think there's any sugar, any kind of sweetness added in, in the post-production of this spirit. And the texture on the palate for this is complete opposite of spirit A. So I think we're dealing with stuff in, in, in kind of different aspects of, of the spectrum here. So I think this here is very mouth-filling, it's warming, the intensity of the spirit is pronounced. It's, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful mouthfeel. And it's, and it's quite thick as well. A lot of the characteristics that I get out of the, the palate is things like fresh, 
freshly squeezed pears. There's some fresh lemon. There's some stone fruits, Maltesers, cloves. There's hints of oak and there's some char in there. And it's just a lot of, lot of beautiful flavors. And I think in opposed to spirit A, where a lot of the aromas from the nose didn't carry through, I think I'm in the complete opposite on spirit B. I think almost everything that I could pick out from the nose has kind of carried on beautifully onto the palate. And it's almost like it's, it's just enhancing what I was already getting off the nose. So I think we're, we're looking at a very, very, very beautifully crafted whiskey here, I think. And this, the reason I say whiskey is because I'm getting those kind of Maltesers and, and fresh pear and lemon and stuff. It's quite a, a lighter, lighter malted whiskey profile overall. So yeah, I think that's going to be, um, we'll talk about the guests in a second, but I think it's, it's going to be in, in that range potentially a blend because you have all these different flavors uh, kind of not necessarily competing but just living in in harmony so other notes uh, i took on this is like the the palette is actually quite malty so the maltesers are kind of like an um, almost like a wrapping that you get on all of these so as you kind of swirl things around in your mouth and i i gave it a quite an aggressive almost like I was using my tongue, almost like a, like a tail, uh, splashing the, the spirit around my mouth to kind of like provoke it a little bit. And like that kind of malty sensation just like exploded to some degree. So it was, it was quite malty on the palate, but at the same time, it was very, very fresh. And those like citrus notes like really came through and they were not competing. They were just both there. So it just, overall feels like a very well balanced and, and very complex uh, spirit so on the finish the finish was very long and it was just again the the complexity of the 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 finish was quite high so it's a very complex finish where both those kind of citrusy and and, and malty flavors kind of carry carry through and there was some oak kind of carrying through as well so it just feels like again like from the finish like a very complex spirit the oak however i will say that i should have said hints of oak because it's it's really just hints there's a little bit of oak you can kind of you get a sensation that this is a matured a barrel matured spirit you get a little bit of that char a little bit of that oak but not not a lot but it's refined enough for it to come through the other kind of the other characteristics doesn't mask it in any way like it's very clear that it's there so on the abv which is the last thing i'll get to i think this is probably still on the 50 50 range it could potentially be a tad lower so like a 48 or something like that it feels like the ethanol definitely was present it wasn't like a overpowering sensation where the it burns your mouth out it's it's a little bit on the side of your tongue where it feels like there's a little bit of swelling so it would suggest like around the 50 percent and the quality level the kind of objective quality level if you will is is an outstanding outstanding spirit it's it's well balanced nicely done and um yeah so it it definitely goes in that um, in that category 
So the guests for me, which is the last thing we'll get to before I, I take a quick break and go and find the note and reveal what it is that I have been drinking. And uh, yeah, that should be <laughs> that should be interesting because I'm, I'm very sure it's going to be a surprise to me. Um, but yeah, the guest is a, a blended malt whiskey. I think definitely from one of the bigger regions. Uh, so potentially a Japanese whiskey. It could be a scotch blend. But um, I think, yeah, a, a blended malt whiskey is going to be my, my guess. And I would say from, from a larger region with, with kind of a history of, of creating, creating malt whiskey. So, yeah, I think, I think that's it. I'll, I'll not drag it out any longer. I'll, I'll definitely want to know what this is. So I'm going to take a short break and I'll be back with the reveal. <laughs> See you in a second. and we are back and uh, not as devastated as I thought it would be however there's definitely some some things I was wrong about but uh, yeah let's let's dive into it so on spirit a this was in fact a Danish single malt from Danica whiskey or from Browns from the Brownstein distillery and it's a uh, single malt finished in sherry and bourbon casks coming in at 42%. So yeah, not too bad actually. I was I was a bit surprised because this is a I have not had this in a very very long time. So for people out there not knowing, I am actually originally from Denmark and this is the only thing or the only spirit I have uh, from my home country. And uh, yeah, it's been sitting in the back and and yeah, I, I have a lot of spirits as, as uh, I maybe you can imagine. So for me to actually do this kind of podcast, you'd have to have a decent enough collection and there's a hundred plus bottles in there. So a lot of them I don't actually visit that often and I have probably the equal amount of, of samples that I've been given from from different people and also just trading samples. So yeah, this one here I have not had in a long, long time, probably years. Um, and it has this little vacuum, like a vacuum in, like, a, like you use in restaurants for sealing open wines and stuff like that. So it's safe and it's half full. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, I guess I wasn't too far off in terms of this being a malt whiskey and a world whiskey from a region with kind of less history of, of creating malt whiskeys um, and also the ABV, like the lower lower 40s here. So this is 42 and um, yeah, not too bad. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. I think the quality level is probably is probably pretty spot on. I don't recall actually putting this in too high regards. It's not a bad whiskey, but yeah, I think it's just a little bit immature. And this could have been one of their early releases as well from Brownstein, but but yeah, definitely definitely okay with that. And uh, <laughs> going into Spirit B, this was also a malt whiskey, so I'm, I'm correct about that. 
the ABV is 54.4%, so higher than I thought it was going to be. But then it all kind of comes together and it all makes sense in, in a way. So this is, in fact, the Westland American Single Malt. And this is a single cask release. So this is cask number 397 which was the uh, 60th anniversary edition. And it's a pick from La Maison de Whisky in Paris. So yeah, this was uh, unexpected. And this is a fairly new bottle. And I actually never, I didn't buy this bottle. This was um, a trade I did with um, a good friend of mine. So we traded a few things and, and this was one of the, the things I got. So I actually haven't had this more than one time, which was at a restaurant. Uh, where we kind of shared some some different things and I don't actually remember this being this th this profile if you will so uh, yeah I'm quite excited to actually have a decent amount of this this bottle left but um, yeah it wasn't necessarily so obviously this is uh, Westland which is a uh, distillery over in the state of Washington so they're based in Seattle so they're not they're not necessarily, as, as kind of I was guessing, region that has a lot of history with, with creating malt whiskies, because obviously in the US, you have your rice, you have your bourbons and stuff like that. But the Westland Distillery is definitely one of those distilleries that is putting out some really high quality spirits. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy that I actually put this in the outstanding because I thought it was outstanding when I had it the first time. And just being reminded of that is, um, yeah, I'm quite happy with that. And with that said, I think it's time to come to a close for this episode of the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to connect, if you want to give me some feedback, any thoughts on this podcast, please reach out to me on Instagram at spirits people and that's it for this week thank you so much for listening in and i hope to see you guys next week cheers cheers